Hello and welcome back to Manic and Medicated with your host, Carissa. I just woke up like five minutes ago and I sound really sexy, but this time of year, guys, it's this new year, new me. We're looking at 10,000 TikToks of people with their weight loss journeys, people who have crushed their goals, and you're sitting there with your Cheeto fingers typing away thinking, I hate everybody, I hate my job, I hate this, I hate that. It's the great divide. Half of us are so excited to start a new chapter because we did so good last year, we want new goals. And the other half of us are like telling those people to shut the fuck up because we had the worst years of our lives. And when we believe that the clock strikes midnight, it's not, you know, the same. It's not the same for us. And I'm kind of somewhere hovering in the middle. I used to hate New Year, New Me. But it's like I also hate the super pessimistic side of it where it's like, just because it's midnight doesn't mean your life starts all over again. But you kind of get that placebo effect like, oh my god, I'm in a new alternate reality and I can start all over again and I can be anything I want to be, which is, you know, half true. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. But this year, I feel feel like is going to be a lot different than last year. Last year, I felt like I was in constant survival mode. I was constantly trying to keep up with just normal tasks. Like, I just cleaned my room for the first time in six months, and I know it sounds disgusting, but, like, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't give a fuck about anything, and now I can actually see the floor in my room. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, my house is a mess, and just just clean your house. Just clean your fucking house. It will make you feel so good. You know what I did? I put on my over-the-ear headphones, like those big fucking headphones, and instead of just like playing music like I normally do, and then like sitting down, I put on a podcast or multiple podcasts, and I just kept listening to those and running around my entire house and cleaning. And literally within like three to four hours, I was done cleaning, organizing, scrubbing, washing, like everything was clean. And I was like, holy shit, this would never happen if I was just like playing music. So get some earphones, put them in your fucking ears and just run around your house and clean. Because that, for some reason, that really helped my ADHD. And I drank a shit ton of caffeine yesterday. So that probably helped too. So I was like hip hopping around. I was like, yeah, let's vacuum the house. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me, but... New year, new me. But I just want to say that if you're going into this new year pessimistic, that's okay. It's all right. Your feelings are valid. Girl, boy, it's fine. You're not ready for the changes. And it's very daunting to start a new year. Some people look at it as, oh, excuse me. Fuck. 
some people look at it as like, oh, this is my time. And other people are like, I don't, we have to do this shit again. Like this is, this is depressing because I barely got through it last time. And that was me. Like last year, literally survival mode, autopilot, robotic, didn't accomplish really anything. But we did it, guys, 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 we survived. We survived another year. As corny as it sounds, I want you to work on your goals. I want you to write your goals down for this year. Don't even think about last year. Last year is a is a blur for me. So I want I want us to go on this together. Write your goals down. I want you to have an, an emotional goal. And by that I mean what is something emotionally that you want to work on as a person? Maybe you get really aggravated or really angry easily. Maybe you want to work on patience. Maybe you want to work on um compassion for others. It's so easy when we get super caught up in our own world and I've been really a person that's been doing that. And then you kind of forget about everybody else around you. You forget like how society works. You forget how to interact normally with people. That could be something that you could really work on. But yeah, making it an emotional goal, whatever that is, whatever that looks like to you. A financial goal. So maybe you want to save a certain amount of money every month every week. Maybe you want to save up for like a trip to go somewhere, but make a financial goal. But I would revolve it around like savings so that at the end of the year, you're like, wow, look at all this. Look what I did. So that's a really, really good thing to have. I also love doing goals that are just based on pure happiness. So this could be starting a class, doing something. This could be whatever. So Something that literally just brings you joy. That's it. And then maybe a goal that involves physical health. So either working out or maybe you want to start doing something that's fun, like a dance class, Zumba, whatever. Fitness is so important and it's so good for your mental state. So, and then I also try to throw in like weekly and monthly and yearly goals. So like a weekly goal could be I want to make a different meal every fucking week so that I can figure out how to fucking cook. That would be something that I would do. A monthly goal could be something to do with your financial goals or maybe it's um your monthly goal could be taking progress pictures if you're doing a like a health journey or weight loss journey. Um, and then your yearly goal. So my goals for this year are, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to better my podcast. I want to get my first sponsor. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do that, but I'm really going to try hard this year. My podcast is still really new. So I, I don't know. I just really want one. So, and I also really want to finish my book publish my book and I want to donate my time. I want to help people in need. I want to just really be there for victims of sexual 
either mental or domestic violence in any capacity that I can, that would be something I really, really, really want to strive for because I wanted to do that last year. But every time I would be in contact with people, they're like, sorry, we're not accepting like new volunteers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is COVID really that bad? Like we can't even help out the community. I know that there's people that are still getting absolutely destroyed inside and you're going to tell me that you don't need volunteers. Okay. But I just want to try my best to do things that I haven't done before as well. So that's why I'm fucking jumping out of a plane in June. Yeah, I don't think I told you guys that, but I talked about it on Instagram. But yeah, I'm jumping out of a plane in June. I don't want to feel like I'm in control of everything all the time. It's exhausting. And I was sitting on my couch the other day and I was high. It was really late at night. And I was like, I'm so sick of feeling like I always have to be in control. I always have to white knuckle everything. I always if I don't want to deal with something, I just pretend like it's not happening and I'm just sick of it. So I went online and I was like, I wonder if there's places that you can jump out of in Massachusetts from a plane. Like, I really wonder if that's a thing around here because I've never heard anybody around this area doing it. I always hear people like traveling into other areas, but lo and behold, they have a place in Hanson, Massachusetts. So I went on my fucking little... Google search and was researching it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. So I set it up for some time in June. And yeah, I'm jumping out of a plane. I'm fucking terrified. I went out to dinner with my mom for the holiday. It was me, my mom, my brother, my sister. We had so much fun. But I told my mom, and my mom is a very like, I wouldn't say fearful person, but she definitely instilled a lot of street smarts along with my dad. Like we, I want to say like we're borderline fearful of everything in, in the world only because we were so, we were so with it. Like we knew about strangers. They talked to us about like everything. Like they never made us feel like we were sheltered. Like we knew probably too much. Like... <laughs> Instead of reading a bed night, bedtime story, my mom was probably like reading us like true crime. But we've always been that way, like very realistic, like this is how the world is. And we never felt like we were sheltered. We were probably too exposed to a lot of things, but it was just a way, I don't know, like I always felt more mature in that aspect that I knew kind of how the world worked. And I never felt like I was shocked by seeing anything crazy because I was like, well, that's something my mom told me could happen. So and it happened. So I'm sitting there telling her, mom, I'm going to jump out of a plane in June. And she turns her head and opens her eyes so big and is like, what? And you can just tell she's like completely disapproval, like in her brain. She's probably like, why the fuck would you do that? And I feel like I'm not the black sheep of the family, but I definitely feel like I'm that kid that was so on the straight and narrow. Like I did everything I was supposed to do. And then 
right in my mid-20s, I just spiraled. And ever since then, like, nobody could get a hold of me. Like, I just was like, I'm the person you call and then you try to leave a voicemail and their their mailbox is, like, full. Like, I'm just not in it to win it. So I could definitely feel her disapproval, mostly because she's a mom and I'm sure she's probably like, oh, my God, like, what if she, like, hits the ground or – but – I don't know. I think after surviving a year that was meant to literally kill me, I want to do something that makes me feel like I'm alive again. I think a lot of us live our lives and we're searching for something that sparks something within us. I will do things here and there and I'll feel that spark. I feel that spark when I do my podcast. I feel that spark when I write my book. I feel that spark when I talk to somebody who makes me see a different point of view of life that I never even thought of before. But those are kind of safe, you know? Like, I think my podcast and my book are are very exposing, but there are aspects of it that are safe. Like nobody sees my face. Um, I can talk freely and not many people can talk back and be like, that's wrong or blah, blah, blah. Because I'm like, I don't, even if you did, even if you DM'd me, I just wouldn't really care to be honest. But I feel like jumping out of a plane, it's like all your senses. It's like all your senses, probably except for taste, unless I like open my mouth and I want to like, I don't even know, like, what is it like to just free fall out of the sky? It just sounds so exhilarating. It sounds terrifying. I'll make sure I shit and piss before I jump out of the plane because I'll probably, like, have an accident. Like, I just want to feel completely out of control. I don't want to have any control out of anything. And I just want to do something that scares the shit out of me. And I'm literally sitting here with my eyes closed, picturing myself sitting in a tiny little plane connected to some stranger that I just met that day after doing some type of training course. And we're about to just jump right out of this plane together. And I am terrified. And as soon as we do it, I just, I force myself to open my eyes because I need to see I need to see this moment and it's beautiful. That's good. <laughs> That's my delusion. <laughs> That's how I hope it is. But I want to enjoy it. I want to make sure that I enjoy it. And I just want to keep doing things that I've never done before. And also, I want to start taking workout classes I've never taken before. I want to start doing like Pilates and fucking I want to take a dance class. I want to do just like random things and maybe I'll document it and put that on YouTube or something. But like me just trying out different workout classes in the pursuit of happiness, trying to figure out what actually vibes with me. You know, I've been talking about trying to lose weight forever, probably this whole year. And It just hasn't happened because clearly it's not that important to me. It's like I want to lose weight so badly and then it just like I I fall off. 
It's because it's just not important. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, I'm sick of motivation. Motivation doesn't do anything for me. I'm throwing it out the window, basically. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And she was like, I'm just going to do consistency. Every day I'm going to do the same thing, whether or not I want to do it. There's no motivation behind it. It's just me thinking this is just be consistent, just be consistent. And then she just kept doing it over and over and over again. She's like, I don't care if I'm sad or mad or upset or depressed or whatever it is. I promised myself I would be consistent. And she basically like wrote down her her plan. It's like her morning routine and her night routine. So I want to start doing that because if I have it on paper, last night I took a shower and I usually like get all like out of sorts, but I laid everything out for myself before I even got in the shower. So I had like my skincare, my toothbrush, my just everything I was supposed to have. And I put it right there. So as soon as I got out of the shower, I was forced to do those things. And I have to like baby myself in those ways and be like, Carissa, like it's almost like I'm parenting myself. Like you need to be doing these things. So that's what I need to be doing. Instead of feeling like I have to be motivated and excited to do these things, I need to just step up, be an adult, put my big girl pants on and just tell myself you need to be consistent. And then eventually that consistency turns into your norm and your norm is just that's what you do. And then you can build on top of those things. I feel like that's the biggest thing is when you start doing new things in life, when you feel very overwhelmed is because you don't even have the fundamentals down yet. You're trying to add things to your plate when you don't even have anything on your plate yet. Because you've pushed everything off your plate because you're so fucking overwhelmed. Get back to basics. Start over. Start fucking over. Throw everything out the window. Say, you know what? This is going to be my new morning routine. Make it really simple. Make it really basic. Brush my teeth. Brush my hair. Take a shower. Like, literally write it down. I know that sounds really fucking stupid, but the people who know, know. I, for one need a list. I need to write things down. I need to visual it, visualize it. I've been that way since I was a kid. I used to love PowerPoints because there was a visual with it. And when a teacher would talk and like kids would get all bored and I'd be like, I love a fucking PowerPoint. I love a PowerPoint. Fuck you. Because I need to see what's going on. If you're just lecturing me, I'm like, fuck. I'm sitting there writing 10,000 notes. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I lost you after you said your name. I need a visualization, you know? So start with the basics. Do a morning routine and a night routine and see how that works for like a week and stick to it. Do your laundry. Make sure you're, try to cook a a nice meal for yourself at least once or twice that week. Like this is what I've been trying to do. And honestly, it's starting to work. It's starting to click and then slowly add in, okay, maybe I'll go to the gym today. Okay. Maybe I'll actually go food shopping during the day instead of the nighttime so I can socialize or be around people. Like it's really hard to go from being super overwhelmed to everyday things to then adding more things to your plate because you feel like it's never, how do normal people function? I think about that all the time. I'm like, how do normal people function every day? People who have kids, people who have husbands, like 
I would have an absolute mental breakdown because I am barely keeping my head above water right now mentally, but nobody is a lost cause. Start with the basics. You are not a broken individual that cannot be fixed. I mean, I don't even really think anybody needs to be fixed. This is my thing. Maybe instead of striving to be the best healed version of yourself every fucking day, it's okay some days to just sit there and be like, this is as healed as I am today, and that's okay. That acceptance of this is okay. I don't have to be better than I was yesterday. Today, like, this is okay. And to not shame yourself and think like, wow, I'm not even progressing. I'm not even doing anything because I'm definitely guilty of doing that to myself. But being in the moment and just saying, "Is if this is as good as I can do today, that's fine. It's not that big of a deal. And sometimes I think maybe this is as healed as I'll ever be. Maybe I don't get more healed from this. Maybe the broken pieces that I am now left with are part of my character. Maybe this is just where I'm at. And I'm okay with that. Maybe it makes me quirky. Maybe it makes me unique, eccentric. I don't know. But if I was to stay this way the rest of my life, you know, with like a little bit of depression from past things and a little bit of sadness. And this is where, you know, I abruptly am at. Then, I mean, I gotta kind of take it for what it is and be like, you know what? Like, this is just gonna be a little bit of a struggle, but this is me. And if this is as far as I can get in my healing journey, at least at this point in my life, then I did a great job and I did the best I could with what I had and I need to now start living my life because I feel like sometimes healing is a lot of work and it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be easy. It's healing. But in those moments, I'm like, fuck, what if this is all I have to give? What if this is it? And I have to also be at peace with that. You're always going to evolve anyways, though. So I have to be okay with myself in this moment being like, I'm fine the way that I am. Quirks and all. And I think it's a it's a type of self-acceptance. It's, it's a self-love to be like, look at all the things you've been through. I'm never going to be that past version of myself. But this new version of me, she's, you know, a little scarred. She's a little jumbled, but she's she's funny. She's cool. She's creative. She's kind of worldly. She's got a lot of wisdom. And I want you to start saying really kind things about yourself because with our broken pieces come a lot of wisdom, come with a lot of experience. And I want you to look at it less as baggage and more as it's just part of me, you know? And I'm okay with that. A lot of people have it. A lot of people have those those things about them that just make them a little 
you know, a little weird, a little different. I like people who are a little weird. You know, you watch someone spiral in person and you're like, wow, this is what I look like. But now I'm on the outside watching them. And it's so interesting to watch people in their mental states and observe them. And I always come of, come at it as a very compassionate person because I know what it's like to spiral like that and not feel like yourself. And we all have a little bit of that in us. It's like a spectrum. Some of us spiral more than others, but it happens. And I want you to celebrate yourself. So instead of thinking of this new year as very daunting and like, what am I doing? Just write things down. And you can, maybe you don't know what your goals are for the year. You don't, you don't got to fucking know what they are. But start with one goal. What's, and start with the happiness goal. That's what I want you to start with. What is going to make you happy? All right? Because last year... We look at that. We survived it. It could have been way worse, but look what we did. We survived it. And I know some of us have probably been through the worst years of our lives. So for me to say it could have been worse is probably a slap in the face. But I just want you to know you survived it. And I I really fucking am so proud of you. So I'll see you guys on Monday. I'm not really sure yet what the topic's going to be. I'm playing around with a couple things right now, but it's not going to be true crime. It's going to be something different on Monday. So I'll see you on Monday. Just know new year, new me doesn't exist. It's bullshit. And until next time. Bye.